The Owner's Box is part of the In The Money Podcast Network. You can always log on to inthemoneypodcast.com where you can follow along. You can subscribe to the free newsletter. And not only do you have the Owner's Box, but also shows such as the Players Podcast, JK Plus One, The Matt Vernier Show, Redboard Rewind, Nick Luck Daily, Talk Racing to Me, In the Ring with Acacia Courtney, and Off Track with Maggie. So lots of great things to listen to. Just head over to inthemoneypodcast.com. Welcome to the Owner's Box. Now, here's Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Owner's Box. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner of the Little Red Feather Racing Club. Joining me, as always, is the wonderful Michelle Yu. I just kept it short this week. Wonderful. I know. Jeez. I only get compliments once a week. I, I like to be a little bit more You get complimented all day long by people. No. Yes. I had uh, uh, one of our. Uh, uh, we're going to have Bob Leewald on the show. I think maybe next week. He is yes. a director with the TOC. He is also uh, an individual owner and breeder. He buys horses with Little Red Feather, Eclipse, uh, and Starlight. And uh, he he went into this whole tirade the other day about you. Um, that on wait, t- tirade says negative. No, uh, good good tirade. Oh, okay. Um, about about you on TVG. And I'm like, like back in the day, I'm like, no, no, no. He thought like, he goes, I see her on TV all the time. Like, Bob, she's on the feed from Santa Anita. She's not on TV. (laughs) (laughs) And he wouldn't believe it. This is no joke that people still are like, oh yeah, I loved you on TVG this week. And I'm like, thank you. Like, I don't know if they think I'm skinny. So I'm Brittany or if they just think I'm like really smart. So I'm Christina. I just like, I just say thank you and appreciate that. (laughs) So Christina is the smart one and Brittany is the skinny one. Well, I mean, because we all have dark <laughs> hair, right? So, yeah. Right. Maybe you're like a combo. I could be a combo. You're the combo. But you I'm are friends combo. with all the people on TVG. Yes. Yes. All right. And there good. have been like negative instances, like when Christina was eight months pregnant and I was not pregnant and Hollendorfer asked me when I was having my baby. Oh, no. Uh, I was wah, like totally wah. not pregnant, never had a baby before. So interesting. <laughs> there have been instances like that that have occurred also. Amazing. Well, we have a lot of stuff to get to. We have a very cool show today. We have a double guest, Woo! Dr. Tiffany Daniels and Koya Robinson joining us from uh, an all-ladies version of the Living the Dream Syndicate. So we're going to find out about them coming up in a little bit. But before we do that, Michelle is going to take us through our three things of note for this three week, which was, of and I, I have to imagine, I always like to guess because it, okay. as you people know who listen to the show, and we know there are many of you, and thank you for listening, that you know that my prep time on the show is minimal. Uh, <laughs> so um, I always like to guess about Michelle's three things of note, and I'm guessing one has to be all those grade one stakes races at Santa Anita on Monday. Certainly. It was Gold Cup Day at Santa Anita Park. Is that where Park. we're starting? Yes, that's oh, where we're starting. Nice. Uh, so Gold Cup Day at Santa Anita Park. And it was honestly, it was awesome. We had like such a fantastic crowd um, all weekend. Like, yeah, I was, was going to stop you because Sunday had the Corgi races and the infield was packed. Over 6,500 people showed up for the Corgi races, by the way. Now, First of all, both days, Sunday, actually Friday, Saturday, I wasn't there Saturday, but Friday, Sunday. Saturday was the quietest day of the week, and it still was like not bad. It was just the quietest day, but the atmosphere on Monday was insane. It was really fun. It was a really fun day to be at the races, and I have to stop you and go back for one second, Michelle. Okay. When are the Bulldog races? 
I don't. So we didn't have them for a couple of years because it got like too hot and the bulldogs can't race in the heat. Uh, was it at Santa Anita? Or it was it at Santa Anita. Yeah. yeah. So they've kind of replaced it with the corgi because well, no, because training... we always had we always had the corgi races. So that has been a, a nonstop. Um, it, it's right. just the bulldog races came in and you know they use like a quote unquote outdoor vendor, right? Like the corgi or the 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 committee that puts these things together are the ones that bring in all the people. So it's kind of up to them to say like, yes or no, we're going to do something. Right. Okay. Well, cause we've been training Riggins <laughs> and we just, we did it last night. We took him to a park and we took Lila, who's his sister, who he is just madly in love with. And, and you we, stuck her at the end. We stuck her at the end. One of us was with her and then one of us was holding Riggins and then we let go Riggins. And he literally, he looked like Kona gold in his prime. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. So here's the key, right? Yeah. Is you got to get them used to the box because they've got to yeah, be I'm in the box. Yeah, I'm a little bit nervous about that box. And then they've got to come like out and forward. It can't be like all if over. If he sees Lila, I think he's the fastest bulldog in America. Really? Yeah. I would. I don't. Should I do a video? Yeah, you should time right. him. I'm gonna do a video today. Maybe we'll do. Um, you know, maybe we'll, I don't know. We'll do it with Walker. We'll figure out a way. But so I, is, I don't your plan gonna, is your plan going to be then to use Lila as the tease? Yes. Like, okay. Yes. Lila so will you're going to hold Lila at the end and be like, here, Riggins, yeah. here's Lila. Here comes, yeah, he, we call her sissy for him, like uh, Christina's daughter. Yeah. Oh, that's what we call Olivia too, sissy. Yeah. yeah, go get your sissy. And he goes flying like it's amazing. I'm going to have Walker, Walker's in here right now. I'm going to have Walker do a video at some point. Of Riggins, and we'll we'll post it on the okay. at own a horse Twitter feed. All right, get go. back to the three things of notes. No one wants to hear about. Okay, so three. So, anyways, Monday was amazing, um, and the stakes racing action was great. We did have the Grade Three honeymoon on Sunday that Cairo Memories won. She's very impressive. Got to be She's... considered one of the best three-year-old fillies, turf fillies in the country. For sure. And then we had Calbred Day on Saturday, which was really fun. Um, but on, Mon on Sunday, we had the Triple Bend also, which was won by American Theorem, who beat out Principe Carlo, which who was so gutty, my boy Principe. Yep. Um, Brickyard Ride, Saw the disappointment that. there, not finishing. On, in the money. Uh, in, the, in the money, Led yeah. some big tri payouts. Yeah, it was nice. So fast forwarding over to Monday, and we had three big races, the Grade 1 Gamely, the Grade 1 Shoemaker Mile, and the Grade 1 Hollywood Gold Cup. The Hollywood Gold Cup ended up going to There Goes Harvard, which killed me because I used Royal Ship on top of There Goes Harvard and mm. Stiletto Boy, and mm. so it just ruined me. Yeah, but congratulations. I think it's Cannon Thoroughbreds. Uh, homebred, Mike right? Isn't he a homebred? I think so. Mike McCarthy and a little guy named Irad Ortiz who was in town for the day. Oh, who just my gosh. won four out of the I first five Ortiz. races. Yes, by the way, he is a homebred for Cannon Thoroughbreds. Yeah. Um, Very impressive. Yeah. Good good race. I mean, it was hard to use. He comes off an allowance win and takes on those kind of horses, and it looks like everyone fair, just kind of bounced. So what it was is he came in off back-to-back -back wins where he was stepping up. He's got kind of a funny running style, but I think that Whitey's really figured him out. And I think the key for he him is to go as Mike. I don't care what he goes by. Michael. Um, I just like to call him Whitey. The thing that uh, I think is the key for him was certainly the stretch out and distance. From a pedigree standpoint, when you looked at it, you're like, okay, he's by. We'll take charge. He was out of like a touch gold mare. So like I just felt like that was a lot of pedigree. Or a Fusachi Pegasus mare. So you're talking like just classic-y distance, right? Yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense. I was just too dumb to see it. So, which is kind of the norm for me. 
Um, okay, so we also had the Grade One Shoemaker Mile, which kicked that off was the a road great race. to the Breeders' Cup, and that was a win, and you're in for the Breeders' Cup Mile, obviously. And I, okay, this is just me. Wait, before you talk about you, can we congratulate our good friend Mark Martinez with Count Again? That congratulations, uh, Mark Martinez and, and Count Again, Samsung Farms and uh, Trainer Phil D'Amato. And by the way, that guy I read Ortiz. And that guy I read Ortiz with a brilliant, brilliant ride. Okay, now you can go. So Count Again is very like I've been a huge fan of him. I backed him like every time, and sometimes it's great. And he's like feast or famine, right? Um, I thought that the ride that Flavian gave Smooth Leg Straight was not my favorite ride. Like he, well, I feel like even I'll though there was you. a long shot out front, he well, the long just shot, let this go. the long shot was a rabbit. They were owned by the same people, so they put that horse in the race to make sure there was pace for Count Again, which was yeah, but, a but brilliant he, I move. I felt like Flavian was like sitting off that horse, and he was like holding Smooth Leg Straight. Don't you think it would better just let him go? Like not saying no, because they went fast. I think it would have been better to just sit okay. second and just you know relax and get did. to the rail. <laughs> yeah, but he but he was going to he was kind of laying too close to that hot pace. In my opinion, that that's what I, I just I, if he would have gone faster, I don't know if it would have helped. OK, I mean, listen, count again, won convincingly. This was not yeah. like he got he up awesome. by a head. Uh, you know, he was much the best on this particular day. And, um, you know, Pratt can't win them all. How about that? Uh, smooth like straight though. He's a very cool customer. Another homebred of Ken and thoroughbreds who had a great day and he just throws up his a game every time. I love him, but Ken again was phenomenal and I look forward to watching more of his races. Absolutely. Hopefully in the Breeders' Cup. <clears throat> the third grade one we had on the Santa Anita card was the grade one gamely nine furlongs on the grass. Um, I was a little disappointed. I wanted going global to win, but Ocean Road shipping in for Brendan Walsh. I feel like he ships in and wins just constantly. And a big welcome back from B. Rispoli, who has removed his tack to Southern California, uh, where they come from behind a last a first win, if I'm not mistaken, on Ocean Road. Yeah, this Pet was my, racing. you know, you talk all the time um, about your gambling. This mm -hmm. was my best gamble of the day. Really? Yes. I love this filly. If you watched her in her previous start, she has an absolutely vicious, vicious uh, turn of foot. Mm -hmm. And I felt that I knew all the money would come in on going global and on going to Vegas, both for Phil D'Amato, who finished. I didn't like going to Vegas, but my problem with um, Ocean Road was I thought she might have preferred like softer going. No, that's why they brought her out here, Michelle. Mm -hmm. Okay. You bring her out here because they, they, you know, listen, Qatar Racing Limited, congratulations. The breeder was Kay and Mrs. Cullen, a daughter of Australia, who's mm -hmm. a uh, European sire. This was Philly was bred in Ireland. Michelle, sometimes, you know, you, you, we talk a lot when we're talking about gambling and you and I don't do it that much, but there's value. And there was value on this Philly at five to one mm -hmm. uh, when those other two were being bet so heavily. And uh, just thought it was a good play. Hit that. The pick six paid $866 for a 20 cent ticket. And the pick four was around 400. So it actually, even though you got a little chalk before that, uh, it still worked out. So very nice. Yeah, it was a it was a good day. So congratulations. Yeah. Nice to see Rispoli back in the winner's circle. I think he was over a lot. In the 40s before that uh, over, win. Over 35, I think, is what it was. And he actually did come on the simulcast and say, you know, I made a mistake and it was only my fault. Nobody else's. And I'm happy to be back here. Yeah, good for him. Welcome back. Welcome back, Umberto. Uh, okay, okay. So, um, 
point number two. Yep. Um, Belmont is obviously the next leg of Here our we go. And we had Rich Strike work during the races at Churchill. He has already shipped to Belmont, and there's a really cute video of him rolling around in his stall. <laughs> <laughs> you love yeah, I don't know. Do you like that more, or do you like the Jay Privman bath shots? No, I like the stall rolling. <laughs> I'm not I'm not in love with bath shots, to be honest. I prefer the uh, the stall rolling. So let me ask you this. Right now, what's the poten- what's the possible lineup for the Belmont? Because we're going to talk about it next week, I imagine. Probably. So what, um, what, who, who are we thinking in there? So I'm thinking Creative Minister. Yep. I'm thinking Skippy Longstocking. Yep. I'm thinking Rich Strike. Yep. I'm thinking Barber Road. Nest. Oh, yeah. Possibly Nest. Mo Donegal. Mo Donegal. Right. So, it, pretty good race. Not yeah, a, a very competitive race, race. But competitive race. Do you th- mm-hmm. All right, I'm just going to say one thing. Do you think Rich Strike can win? You know, at yeah, I, yeah, if the way he's been training, he's been training excellent, and I think the ground is going to help him, right? He just wants more ground. Yeah. That would be what I would say. Yeah. I'm not going to chuck him out. Like I did in the Derby. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody's going to do that. But uh, is he like a good single? No. <laughs> right? It's going to be unbelievable when he ends up going off at like 10 to 1 and wins again. And people are like, what? If he's 10 to 1, that'll be amazing. It'll be amazing. All right. What's, amazing. Uh, okay, uh, so our, Belmont's our third, next wait, our, Okay, so our third thing of note is kind of sad. Oh, no. I don't, we don't like the sad stuff. Lester Piggott died. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, So in case you don't know, Lester Piggott uh, was an amazing jockey. Um, Just to be fair, he he was 86. So it's not like it was unheard of or, you know, they didn't know. Um, He was on and off the racetrack. He came out of retirement and won the Breeders' Cup. Um, He was tall. For a jockey. Yeah. But very, very well-known face in the game. We bid adieu to. Goodbye, Lester Piggott. Rest in peace, my friend. I'll go, uh, I'll go a fourth thing of note. Just okay, so go. We, yeah, we got so time. So we don't end it in sad. Yeah. Um, these, uh, there's a sale going on. <laughs> oh, yeah, OBS <laughs> there's June. Under tax show, day three going on right now. The June two-year-old, um, horses of, two-year-olds and horses of racing age over at Acala, so um, very cool that we've had sales like pretty much every month, right? I mean, uh, they're showing yeah. back and forth, back and forth. Totally. And actually, um, we've had Matt Doman on the show. His Philly uh, collected Philly hip three seventeen was the bullet yesterday. Oh, good for him. So that was very. We had nice. a very nice Philly breeze today. Did you? Yeah, Uncle Mo. I think she's hit oh. five twenty five. She breezed ten oh, flat. Oh, oh, oh. Like a good thing. Uh, all buy, Uncle Mo's are good things. Go buy her, Michelle. I can't afford her, Billy. Go rob a bank. Rob a bank. I, I even at you, that point, I probably couldn't get enough. You can afford any horse at a sale. You know why? Why? You just keep raising your hand. <laughs> you just keep going. You, you keep don't stop. Yeah, I wish. Did we get any comments of our and on our singing of Danger Zone last last week? 
Uh, you know what? Not. After we're done with our show today, yeah. I'm going to see Top Gun. No way. Yeah, have you it's seen it ama- yet? It's amazing. I think I told you, didn't I? No. no. Oh, it's so good. Did you, know you go and see it, or did you get like a a preview thing at no, your no, house? No, no, no. I went and saw it at, the at a movie theater. Yeah. Oh. I loved it. It's yeah. so good. Now, were there cocktails? I'm there were cocktails, right but now. I did not have a cocktail. But um, what I would suggest for anybody is, listen, I've seen the original Top Gun probably 1,000 times, right? No question. Okay. Uh, I watched it, though, the night before I went and saw the See, new one. See, I was thinking about doing that because yeah. I don't think I've ever seen like the original Top Gun all the way through. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you know Tim Cohen bought a... Uh, have to Drafonk? I didn't even see that as the Ocala sales. <laughs> I, where, where are we on this podcast? Just Sorry. jumping back and forth. Just That's okay. Know. You know what we'll do? Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with Dr. Tiffany Daniels and Koya Robinson from the all-ladies version of Living the Dream. Woo! For the first time in over a century, Fixed Odds Betting, powered by Betmakers, is now available on track at Monmouth, and soon it will be available throughout the state. This is an exciting new way to bet that really puts the power to get value in your hands. The odds you bet are the odds you get. You'll be hearing more about Fixed Odds Betting opportunities across the In The Money Media Network. And we are back here on the Owner's Box with two very special guests today, Michelle. You ready for this? So ready, Billy. Okay, this is, you are about to hear from uh, Koya Robinson and Dr. Tiffany Daniels, and they are two of the members of the all-female African-American women's syndicate of Living the Dream. Did I say it right, guys? You, you added an extra female, but that's fine. Oh, I, I, <laughs> we have a lot of female power. I've been really practicing that for the last like five minutes in my mind, and I thought it was going to come out really good. But uh, anyway, thank you both for joining the show. Let's let's start with. Thank um, you for having us. Thank you so much for having us. This is going to yes, be really This is, is going to be a lot of fun um, because listen. We need all factions of everybody to become owners. It doesn't matter what color you are, where you live, what you do. We need owners in this game, and that's why we're so excited to talk to you guys. Um, Let's start with Koya, because Koya was on first, and then we had to get Dr. Daniels. But Koya, (laughs) tell us just a little bit about yourself and and how you got involved in, in horse racing. Well, first of all, I'm a busy mompreneur. Um, I have a couple of businesses, um, the body phase by Koya, and I'm also a design consultant for, um, LCP development, but I'm also, what I'm proud about the most is a proud mom of four beautiful daughters. Oh um, my goodness. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, when you talk about girl power, yeah, that's my house most definitely, but (laughs) I, um, I come to them all the way until they, um, went to high school. Um, I have two of them that are graduates, uh, one from UK, that's the University of Kentucky, that's a mechanical engineer, one that just graduated from University of Cincinnati. She's a fashion designer out there in Los Angeles, and I have a third daughter who is a hurdler for Ohio State, who's Ooh. actually uh, majoring in animal science, so she's interested in either being an equine vet or um, a blood sock agent like Greg Harbert. And my last daughter is graduating actually tonight. Wow. <laughs> Cincinnati in major in pre-law. So um, this oh is busy. busy. What do you feed? Just, excuse me. This is, I would like to know what you feed your children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be shoveling it into mine. I mean, that, yes, yes. I'm that's totally an impressive roster. Blessed. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's, yeah, it is. It, it, it's just nothing but a blessing. But um, actually, my husband um, 
it's one of the members of the founding members of Living the Dream Stable. So a group of them um, um, were one of the first people to join the syndicate. And so actually, uh, Dr. Tiffany Daniel and I, we were friends beforehand. And so we were actually at Breeders' Cup um, back in November. And she's like, hey, you know, we're thinking about starting the, you know, all-female syndicate. I said, oh, that'd be pretty cool because, you know, my husband and Bob, they're all male. And as you know, this is a very male-dominant field. So I thought, well, hey, this would be something interesting I'd be really wanting to do. And so right after that, you know, um, signed up for it, and I'm good to go. So that's how I really became involved in it. Um, we have had horses before, and two of my daughters have ridden before, but more English style. So the thoroughbred industry is a little new to me, so I am still learning in that process. But hands down, I'm just a horse and animal lover. So that's my I, I love that. So that's my passion. I love I love animals, but especially we horses. We all so. are. That's yes, amazing. we are all animal lovers. All right, so let's shift over to Dr. Tiffany Daniels. Uh, first of all, uh, Dr., uh, uh, welcome to the show. Give us a little bit about your history and how you got involved. Well, um, so my journey has been very similar to Sequoia's as far as my husband is actually the the other partner to Greg Harbett in Living the Dream. So, um, but Ray actually brought me here to Lexington. I'm, we're in Lexington, Kentucky, of course, the horse capital of the world back in 2008. <laughs> so um, we began going to Keeneland and eventually Derby every year. And then um, shortly after he ran into Greg Harbett, they became pretty cool. And then they bought Necker Island. Right. That was in ah. 2020. Doing the, the COVID Derby, everybody yes. calls it. So, um, <laughs> so, and so because of that, you know, I was just, I mean, they received so much attention because they were African-American and, you know, and a lot of things were going on specifically beyond Taylor there in Louisville. And um, so it was just a lot of hoopla over them being, you know, having a horse in a Derby. I'm like, why? I, I didn't really know the history and I, I wasn't really up on all the history of the Derby and et cetera. So, because of the hoopla and all the attention, I'm like, let me do some research and see what's going on in this industry. <laughs> I like it. And then I, of course, surprised to find out, of course, that, you know, African-Americans played a huge role in this, you know, the the beginning of the sport, stages of the derby specifically. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is pretty phenomenal. So shortly thereafter, as far as that was concerned, he, they began talking about a all-women syndicate. And I'm like, okay, I am in. Nice. It's, nice. Yes. So that's how I became a acquainted with horse racing specifically with the syndicate what what was it let's go back i'm going to go back and forth i'm going to go to koya what what yeah. was it that when you were when you started going with your husband and then what was it about horse ownership and specifically the races that was most intriguing to you is that for either one of us oh i said Dr. koya Dean? i said koya but you could do either one. Oh, okay well for me um I thought, like um, Dr. Daniel said, that we have, as African-Americans, um, have had a tremendous impact. Um, the footprint was there, even starting back in the 1800s. I've spoken before about Oliver Lewis. Um, yes, we've he heard his story. He was first, yeah, he was the first uh, African-American jockey to win the Derby. And 13 out of 15 of those jockeys during that first year were African-Americans, but we don't know that history or hear about that history. So I felt this was a time to refurbish the history that is there and to create new history. And like I said prior, I mean, it's a male-dominant sport. So you don't see, regardless of race, you don't see women in that. 
So I thought it was a great opportunity, not only as an African-American, but as a woman to leave my footprint, to um, make history and um, leave some barons here that people can now say, oh, wow, you know, there's history being made and, and, and it's there, you know. Yeah, I do know that. That's amazing. Dr. Daniels, I'll ask you, I'll pose the same question. What was it? I mean, yeah. you, you were going to the track, you were going to the Derby, and then this all-women syndicate happens, and you're like, yes, but tell us, like, why? What was what was in it for you? Well, I think it's very similar to Koya as, as well. Uh, her um, her explanation was that, you know, it was like, as, like I said, when I found out about the history and I realized that, you know, we had been absent for so long, and to me, it was very compelling that I had the, the time, I had the resources, I'd worked hard enough to be able to be handed that baton. So I felt like it was a way for me to actually be a powerful and positive influence on other women, and specifically African-American women, and to just bring some, some, some fresh, a, a, a fresh air, just a, a change or I guess a, a change as far as African-Americans into the horse industry. I thought that I had I was I was in the right place at the right time, <laughs> so I figured why not me? Why well, I I like that, Michelle. I know you're chomping at the bit. Go ahead. Uh, I, I want to ask both of you, but we can start with Dr. Daniels. Um, were you guys friends beforehand, uh, or did you meet through horse racing? And how has it been to have camaraderie? Because it does sound like at least now you are both friendly. Yeah, <laughs> we were friends before. I met Koya and, and kind of interacted with Koya before the races before the the horse before the horses <laughs> but i will say now that i really consider koya as a close friend i hope you feel the same way koya no. and, <laughs> she was on the show before she was said she didn't really even know you <laughs> you know what billy <laughs> do not hurt my feelings today okay? i will not hurt your feelings today <laughs> let me take it on a different direction real quick um how involved are, are we'll, we'll start with Koya. Koya, are, are, are you guys involved in the day-to-day of the, the management of these horses? Or how involved total are you in this syndicate? So from that standpoint, um, it's a blessing that we have, um, you know, our founders, uh, which one of us is Tiffany's husband, sure. uh, Ray Daniels. The one is Greg Harbert, who is, uh, you know, a world-renowned bloodstock agent. So, the thing about it is we don't have to worry about that. They take on that, so which is great. So I'm sure what uh, – well, I've only been in the syndicate for six months. Okay. So it hasn't been developed that long. So the success of our horses has been extremely great. So I think Tiffany and I have talked about different things that we want to do down the road, but all of this is so new to us. Um, oh, so we want to hear the down-the-road stuff. Yes, we do. Tiffany? Yeah, well, we're still going to figure that out, but we, we, there's some <laughs> things we want to do. You know, for yeah. women, from you know, since we have the platform, the, the blessing of this syndicate is, is that it has not only just it's given us a platform so we can have a voice and that we can be a force within the world of thoroughbred racing. So we we were here, so we got to figure out how we want to do that and how that how we want that to look. It's like you've 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 put your foot in the door and now we have to kick it down. Is that yeah. what we're talking about? Yeah. Yes. Well, I, just, I mean, we want we feel a sense of belonging already, but we want it to be we want to just walk up in the place and not have you know everybody turn and stare at us because that's kind of what happens now. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> like, no, that, Who are these people? Yeah, that's interesting like, that oh. you say that, and and you, yeah. it's very interesting. I think that was Doctor Diamond talking the last one, right? Daniels. Dr. Daniels. I mean, Doctor Doctor Daniels. I apologize. 
you know, Dr. Diamond. Yeah. I like that. Go ahead. I Maybe that could be a name Dr. of a horse. Diamond, that could be a name of a horse, your next horse. There you uh, go. Dr. Daniels. For sure. But you, you talked about that, the, the inclusion or the non-inclusion. And yes. I, I, can you go into that a little bit on what that's been like um, um, going to the derbies? And now, obviously, you stand, stood in the paddock at Keeneland. Like, how do we, how do we break those barriers? Um, I think just just actually just getting the word out and adding more, inspiring more and more and more people to be a part of our movement. This is a movement. Really, it is. I mean, when we we were we went to Breeders' Cup, as Koya mentioned, and I mean, out in Del Mar, and it was like when we came into the to the um, on just walked into the actual building. Some guy was like, who are you guys? What are you doing? How are you? Blah, blah, blah. And it was just really strange. Like, what is going on? In a bad on? Like, way? Like they were just like no, he was just interested. Like who are all these black people, basically? Right. You know, I mean, you can and say we that on dressed, the show. We're good. We were dressed. We were dressed to the nines. We were looking great. Of course you know. You were. So I guess we're assuming that we were, you know, some other type of in some other type of industry besides horse racing. Are you following me? Yep. So we were just there, like everybody else, and you know, coming to enjoy the races. And then, of course, like recently, we were in Pimlico with Preakness. You know, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't as you know, but. We, we get the stairs, but it's fine. I mean, I'm, you know, we're used to it. It's, it's, it's okay, right. but I would like to eventually be able to walk in and not be, you know, look like the, 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 the sore thumb or an anomaly or, you know. Got you. The unicorn in the building. What'd but I th- think that's what we were. What did you think of Del Mar? Michelle and I argue about this all the time. Uh, were, you, were you both there? We can start with either one. Yeah, yeah I like Del Mar. It's very, very beautiful. Very yeah. nice. I think all their tracks have their have their uniqueness to them and, and, and success. But, What's um, your favorite so, so far? To, back where Dr. Daniels was okay. saying, um, Bill, <laughs> yeah. I think that representation for African-Americans, it matters. And yeah. we see that when um, Seven Cents went at Kingland and people are like, oh, you know, you guys are an African-American syndicate and your horse is winning. And then we went to Preakness. And so I think that people, you know, like I said, the history's there, but no one knows about the history. I mean, Actually, um, Greg Harbert, our founder, his um, grandfather, Tom Harbert, had a horse that was in the Derby. Yep. Think mm-hmm. back in 1962. And because of the color of his skin, was not allowed to see his own horse race and was not on the program. So wow. we have to be careful about it. The history is there, but it's really not there. I got so you. I think, yeah, so I think that people think this is such a new phenomenon, but really it's not. I mean, we have had tremendous impact. We've had... Um, a few Eliza Carpenter, Sylvia Bishop, Cheryl White, way back in the 1900s that have made a contribution, whether they were trainers, owners, jockeys themselves. But because certain things, they weren't able to see this, so we just don't know this. So like I said earlier, you know, this is new to me, thoroughbred racing, but then just finding the history. So we don't want to step on the forefathers that have laid down those footprints before us. But like I said, we want to refurbish it and then have stuff out here and an awareness of that as well. Let me it just... Sounds- yeah, it go ahead, Michelle. Like there's so much passion going on, and I, and not just about horses, but about history. Is that something that you guys have found that has trended throughout your lives, and you have really grasped onto being? I feel just passionate, really passionate about stuff. Like, are we just really fortunate to have you in horse racing right now? Why? Being, like I said, not only an African American, but also being a female and being a mom of four daughters, you know. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do something where they could see their mother make history and right. uh, leave 
and leave a legacy for them and for my grandkids down the road where no one has to question that it's going to, it's going to be there. So um, we just want to make the best of it. But at the same time, we want to have fun. Like you said, Dr. Daniels, I, we have a great relationship. Um, I got a chance. There are four of us so far in the syndicate. Okay. I was going to ask um, that. So four people yeah, so far. Uh, Glenda, we women. Have Glenda George. Women. We have Sorry. George, and we have the <laughs> bond of Dickers. Those are the other two members. I got a chance to meet um, Mrs. Vickers at the Preakness this past um, about a couple weeks weekends ago, so that was great. So I haven't met the fourth member yet, but that tells you right there that none of us really knew each other except for Dr. Daniels and I, but that shows you the passion that we wanted to pull our resources together to make a difference, and we didn't even know each other. How big would you, I'm going to ask Dr. Daniels, how big would you like it to get? So this syndicate will have 10 members. 10 members. Yes, 10 members in this this inaugural Senate um, okay. um, uh, syndicate. But, of course, after this syndicate, there'll be many other. We are hoping for many other women syndicates. And, I mean, I mean, so that's that's really our goal. We're laying the foundation to inspire other women to join us, like I said, mm-hmm. in our movement. So that's really what we're trying to do. Um, and back to, your, back to your question, I'm sorry, as far as yeah, go ahead. I think Michelle may ask um, what we want to do eventually as far as, as owners. I mean, me personally, I'd like to start going to the auctions and give them my mm-hmm. consent, even though yeah. I really don't know much about it. Greg is not really keen on that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine my why. Keen on it either. He doesn't I, like. I don't know why he wouldn't. No, I would. You guys <laughs> but, can come and hang like, out with me. <laughs> I'm fine with but it. Yeah, he's like, no, you, you guys don't get a paddle. You, I'm like, I, do I get a paddle? He's like, no, you don't. We don't do paddles. <laughs> so we just kind of, no, like, whatever. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, well, how does it work? He was like, listen, we'll get to that eventually. But that's, that's something that I would definitely love to do. It's like literally go in and, you know, to an auction and pick a horse and, you know, and get good at that kind of thing. Yeah, that, that's, it's, that's believe me, it's, it's, it's not easy. Uh, Dr. Tiffany Daniels, I'm Koya sure. Robinson, joining us here from Living the Dream, the all women's syndicate um a really quick question because i know michelle and not a quick question i'm gonna make you both laugh and then michelle has a question are <laughs> you ready that's a big promise billy do you know who used to own seven cents uh, either of you I, I do i don't i don't you're, no, you're talking we don't know. you're talking billy, to him billy used to own seven cents oh my no way oh yeah we claimed him uh, a couple years ago at san anita ran him once at del mar he was claimed for us that day and then he moved back east and then eventually you guys claimed him and uh he's a really cool horse i know him very well Oh, well, look I told you I'd get a little. I got a, like a chuckle, Michelle. Yeah. Didn't I? Like a little, maybe a surprise. <laughs> gasp, a gasp of amusement. Did you place your bet on him a few weeks ago, Billy? I well, I have to tell you something. Uh-huh. I did like him. Uh, I did like the favorite a little better, that Caratori, and I liked what was that yeah, horse? I like. <laughs> yeah, and I liked the horse, the Michelle that didn't run very well. The the one, the local horse that I bet. Remember Michelle? I told you. Oh yeah, yes. I can't remember who it was right now, but uh, it was had the funny name Bread, uh, something Bread. Mm. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, okay, I, everyone's bored. Grateful with Bread. Pla- there you go, Grateful Bread. I thought that was clever. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, uh, Michelle, I know you have a question. Yes, I want to know. It's our our show was originally called the Horse Ownership Experience, and we've changed it to the Owners Box. But I still feel like the experience is such a big part of it. Can you each tell me what has been your favorite experience since coming into horse racing? Start with Koya. <laughs> you pick 
confused me a lot, Billy. Oh, I don't because um, I'm just trying to not. I'm trying to just go in order. You want to talk with Doctor Daniels? I'm fine with it. I just called her Doctor Diamond <laughs> ten minutes ago, and I feel terrible about it. Uh, no, no, I'm just joking with you. Um, you know, I think my best experience has just been able to um, travel to all these different um, the tracks or whatever. Um, I've been able, like I said, my husband's involved, so it's nice for him and I to be together. But actually. I've been able to have at least two of my four daughters at every race with me. So that's been really good because Aww. once again, the whole thing to see their mother, um, you know, doing this and they're so excited. They're so really excited about their dad being, but more about their mom, but um, they're, they're excited seeing that. Um, so that has been the great experience that I have been able to, to uh, share that with them. So I'm very thankful and blessed that I'm able to do that. And like I said, um, you know, it's fun when um, Dr. Daniels and I get a chance to hang out and, Sometimes we have a little brief moment. We can do a little shopping, so uh, that's that's some good fun. You sound like my wife. Uh, does she have the paddle? You give her the paddle. I'm shopping I do not right give now. her the paddle. We can't talk about that on this show. We'll talk. We'll talk. Wait, about have Kathy ever bought a horse? I want to know that. No, she doesn't go. I do not let her. I don't. I barely even let her go to the races. She just goes there and drinks. It's terrible, <laughs> Doctor Daniels. I'm going to follow up on Michelle's. Doctor Daniels, what about you? Your experience at the races, race day, winning. What is it? It's it's winning for me. I'm very competitive. Yeah. It's the win. Um, so, I mean, like literally, there's a there's a video of me screaming for probably about 60 seconds at the end of a race, and I mean, I it's a feeling that I've never had before. Like this was uh, we had at, actually Necker was in a race at um at Churchill Downs after the, the Derby situation. And he won that race and it was just amazing. And the same win at Keeneland when, when um, seven cents won at Keeneland, it was the same. I was, it was just a feeling like, no, 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 the winner's circle was amazing. You guys know that. <laughs> can it's we get videos? The entire thing. Wait, can, do you have this video and can we get it? Uh, of me screaming? Yes. Yes, I do. I do yeah, have we want that video. Things. We're going to link that okay. when we tweet out the show tomorrow morning. So you're going to, you might become uh, uh, what Insta famous. What is it? Twitter famous? I don't even know what it's called. Yeah, the actual the actual video is is a like living the dream sort of uh, promo video. That's fine. But yes, we'll promote. Living the, well, I want to know something though. Because I've, sure. I've heard Seven Cents, and I've heard, um, mm -hmm. but will will the um, all women syndicate? Will you guys have your own silks, or is it just going to no. run under Living the Dream? Because I'm not I'm not Don't crazy about this. Dream. I think we should start getting your own silks. Uh, well, yeah. Well, we'll have to talk to Greg. He's a, he's a pretty tough guy. I mean, he, I mean, maybe oh, you no, can no, put no. in the Wait work a second. for us. Hold on. I thought you two were in charge. Let's come on now. Oh, well, listen. Well, let's see, until we learn, like I said, like we, right. we're like, like Koya said, we're, we're, still, learning. Learning. we're I, still learning and we, everything's going great. Like, you know, we don't want to, you know, put our two cents in and then we start going the other way. You I know? think you bring so we're on, right I got a great idea. You bring on okay. Michelle as your consultant and then we just overpower Greg. And we just there start we doing go. It. I like it. And we, you guys have well, great ideas. Know, Billy, I we, think what's nice is we, that you guys have fresh ideas, like for horse racing. Like I can, I'm going to throw this. This is going to be a tough question, okay? But like okay. now, you've been around racing for a while. I know the new syndicate is is you know it's relatively new. I'm sorry, but like, what do you see out there other than you know we've talked a lot about um, getting more females in, in involved, getting uh, all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. What else out there do you guys see that we as a as an industry can be doing better? Oh, good question. I'm gonna yeah, I'll start with really, Dr. Daniels. I think you've already said it. I think it's just diversity. 
I think okay. when you have people from different cultural backgrounds, it just brings a different zest, enthusiasm, attention to whatever it is. When it's when it's dominated by well, you know, it, it is a male dominant sport. I think that, to, for one thing, needs to be you know, you know, as far as who is hired in at the tracks and who's overseeing different things as far as the entertainment and different you know events, Preakness, et cetera, all these different events. It, having a, a group of people rather than a dominated one dominant uh, type of person there at, at the meetings at the planning committee it just makes it for a totally different experience um and i think i think i think it, it, it may be starting of course we have the ed brown society that's trying to help that but uh that and specifically as far as i'm concerned i really would like for everyone to redo all their tracks like as far as where we walk in as far as because like we're in these four each heels <laughs> and it just it just makes for a horrible experience you know so, so that would be one thing i would you know think of the females yes. who may want to come and you know they have their red bottoms on like we don't want to you know ruin our shoes just to come to the race i love right. the race but you know it's like you kind of have to think do i need to wear these shoes or these shoes because it's like you have to walk across like uneven it's just yeah but i think you know once there are a few more women in those meetings it will come up. Yep. It will be mentioned. Like, hey, guys, that you makes know, a lot of sense. You probably want to level this, this, you know, the, the, the sidewalk going here to there and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, just things that you never think about. You know, guys really don't think about the details, you know? So, I think about that constantly. Like, so. every time I, I go out, I have a, like, what would I have what a does my wife question need? To go the ahead. Beginning, to the beginning of your uh, statement. Just talking about bringing in inclusivity and diversity. Is there anything you feel like we have done wrong in horse racing or that we could do better since you guys are fresh faces that you weren't raised in the game? We asked this of a lot of our newer owners. Was it hard to get involved or where did they, you know, where did they find pushback or, you know, along those lines? So, so, um, going back with Dr. Tiffany Daniels said, first of all, there is, we, we have the financial financial means for this, but, Here's the whole key. Those doors are not open. Those opportunities are not there for us to partake in. So it took Ray Daniels and Greg Harbutt to, to create a syndicate and an opportunity and an avenue for us to be able to do that. So I think that sort of is the real question right there. So um, I'm thankful that they opened up that opportunity. So now we can use this and branch off and open up more doors and avenues for other people to join as well. I think that's, I think it's very smart. Michelle, how do you feel about that? Very, everything that has been said on the show is extremely smart. We should have women on the show more often. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. We should have women on the show (laughs) and we should think about what they should be, how the track should be making it more convenient for them when they walk in on high heels. I think that's what I've learned. Well, so let me tell you ladies what I do on big race days. I wear flip flops in. And then (laughs) once I get up to like my seating area, that's when I change to my Louboutins or my Jimmy Choo's or whatever I'm going to be wearing. (laughs) Think, Michelle, but, but how do you get the cool pictures on the way in, though? You know, you know, I guess because like in? I don't take pictures yep. on the way in because I'm like usually working. So it's okay. only like parts of the races I go up. So I guess that would be like my downfall. Right. But like when I like a lot of times when I come to the races, too, if I'm working, I come in like sweats and I change into my dress because I don't okay. want to get it dirty on the way in. <laughs> right. But see that. Yeah, that's 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 a problem. That's <laughs> yes, a problem. Right. Yeah. I, I, that is what you guys have to go through is pretty, listen, we have taken up 
so much more of your time than we probably going to uh, that we were were planning. So I want to tell you both, we really appreciate you coming on to the show. Is there? I'm going to ask one more question, then we'll let you go. I'll yeah, start with Doctor Daniels. All right, I'm going to start with Doctor okay. Daniels. Okay. One main goal. Let's call it for the next year of the Living the Dream All Women Syndicate. Uh, what's your main goal? Uh, racing goal. We'll call it racing goal. Let's. So okay. So for so for our specific syndicate, yes. we're living the dream as a stable. No, as a I'm saying you, women. How about just you? You personally. Okay, just us. so we, we don't need to talk for Greg and your husband. <laughs> we'll have them on the show. We already had Greg on the show. <laughs> well, they paid me. I'm just kidding. No, they didn't. Okay, so <laughs> so as far as I would like for seven to win as a. a uh, Stakes race. Okay. Maybe two. Two before the end of the summer. Two. Whoa. I like that. Yeah. Big goals. All right, Koya. You know, um, I know Dr. Dan, she goes hard. She's all about the winning. But I, my whole thing is I would like for us to fulfill the rest of our um, opportunities. That we, Like she said, it's going to be 10, so it's only four of us. So it would be nice to fulfill that 10 uh, for, our, for our syndicate. Because I feel like there's power in numbers. You know, I think any of us could have just used our money and just bought one horse. But this is not about that. It's about um, moving in unity, um, showing representation. And so I just look for part of um, look forward to being a part of history and continue to break barriers in this equine industry. To be honest with you, I, I we only want honesty on this show, Koya. But here's my question. <laughs> here's my follow up question. How are we going to do that? How are we getting from four to ten? Are you guys advertising? Are you out there marketing? What What is the process? Well, I think with seven cents winning, um, you know, at Keeneland and then having a showing a place in at Freeness, that basically is is a lot of how it works. We do have a second horse. I don't know if you know, we have a second horse. It's Phantom Dance. Actually, Phantom was our first horse. Okay. And seven cents was our second horse. So we do have two horses in our in our syndicate right our specific syndicate right now. Fantastic. Well, how many? All right, mm-hmm. I'm going to put it to you. Then I'm going to keep going on this. Uh, instead of the Go goal, ahead. how many more horses? Billy was like, "We're going to let you guys off." I'm the, sorry. Off I, the I'm goal, very interested. I'm, listen, as a We're syndicate fine. person, as I am, and mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know anything about what I do, but I've been doing syndicates since 1991. So wow. um, I've been in this game for a long time. But I'm very interested in goals and in putting together these groups so you're you're talking you have four now you're gonna get 10 we're gonna work on it we're hoping people see what we're doing but there's more to it than that are we gonna get more horses yes oh absolutely okay absolutely okay so yeah, we're gonna yeah. get, and, and we're gonna ultimately go to sales we're gonna use our paddles i'm yes I, we are <laughs> so will you be um will you be at breeders cup this year yes okay so yes, we're gonna have sure. to make a plan because i'm sure michelle's gonna be there i know i'm going to be there and we're going to make a plan. Yes. We're going to get together because that's in November. Oh, yeah. So we have yeah, some time. We love, we love that. And what we're going to do is we're going to catch up and, and we're going to do. Do you guys ever watch? What's that show I like, Michelle, where they have the. Um, oh, do you, no, uh, with Mark Cuban. Oh, Shark, oh, Tank. Oh, Shark, Shark Tank. Tank. So we're going to do a Shark Tank thing in. We're going to catch up with you guys again. In, after the summer and in the fall during Breeders' Cup. And we're going to say, OK, where are you now? We're putting you guys to the yeah. test. Because we want you to succeed. Thank you. We're down for the challenge, and we will succeed. So um, we have some great women so far in our syndicate, and I'm sure we'll add six more powerful women. And 
we will move united and we will make a difference. That's all so, we can so ask. So listen, Billy. Yes. We have we have so many people. So I'm a chiropractor, by the way. I didn't say that earlier. Yeah, I was wondering. Anyway, I was going to say that, but I didn't know if I, that was appropriate. Yeah, that's fine. No, we're fine. But can you I'm work on me? Don't have can, I, can you? I, I might need I, to I don't know about doing, doing Breeders' Cup. I'll, I'll be really busy figuring out what I'm wearing and stuff. So we'll see. <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> I will say that um, <laughs> that. Hopefully, within our syndicate, we, we hope to have a horse racing in, during the Breeders' Cup uh, festivities. Okay. Not from not ours, but from living the dream. So right. that's mm-hmm. another thing we'll be able to check off. We'll, we'll, can we just talk? We won't have to really stay on that very much because it's not the female syndicate's horse. But that'll be another you know goal because we're we're definitely behind the guys. Well, we want to promote them over. too, but you know, yeah, this sure. is far oh, yeah. more interesting. Not you guys much, are far more interesting. Trust me. I love you guys. Yeah, you guys are awesome. <laughs> you guys bring so much as Michelle said, so much passion and we need new blood in the game. We need females. Yeah. Obviously, you guys are great for the sport and and I think I speak for Michelle when I say we appreciate you. We wish you the best yeah. and we we and oh. thank you so much for spending the time with us today. No, we we really um, I can't think I can speak for Dr. Daniels and I. We really really appreciate you all taking the time, wanting to interview us and just hear our true story. Um, I think that um, we're going to have a lot to say. Hopefully in November, like you said, we'll have a you know one of our syndicates will have a horse racing in there. Hopefully it might be ours. Would it be cool? But um, no, this has been a great experience, and um, I'm very happy that I'm able to do it with Dr. Daniels. Her and I talk about this even before Preakness. We're like. Hey, can you believe that Seven Senses got a race in one of the <laughs> one of the races? Like this is so crazy because it's happened yeah. so quick. Yeah. Really so, oh, you just wait till I to... tell Greg to get you guys a set of silks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's been a great experience, and I just hope that other, you know, um, African Americans and women are able to experience this. And like you said, you know, this is. For me, it's just not, this is just not for me. I don't care about the winnings and the money. Really, I don't. I just feel like I'm blessed to be able to bless others and to open up other doors and avenues and opportunities. And that's what it, I feel like we're just paying it forward, you know, and I feel like, you know, um, God, God blesses those who blesses others. So it's been a great experience. Um, I'm thankful for Ray Daniels and Greg Harbert for creating this because um, actually my third daughter that's majoring in animal science um, Greg Harbert has actually taken her underneath his wing. So I'm so appreciative of that because he's such a busy person. And so so he has that to teach her a little bit of that. I think he took her to one of the, um, the bidding, you know, to see the horses, to bid on the horses. Yeah, with the the paddles. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I wasn't there, so I've never had experience with the paddles. So I'm hoping I can have a paddle. There's there's no paddles, paddles. and you don't even need to raise your hand. Sometimes you just have like a look at a guy and they, they take your money. A wink and a nod. You guys have been awesome. I need, maybe I need to do that with my husband when we go shopping. So it's the wink and the nod is yes. what I need to do, right? Yes. I think I got to. <laughs> you just say like but this. No. You just go like this. I want that. That's all you got to do. <laughs> That's how Michelle does it. I thought it. you were literally going to do it where we couldn't see you, Billy, and you were no, like doing the wink and the I, nod. No, we're on a podcast. Like, like... Guys, we got to let you go. We really appreciate it. Good luck. We will see you at Breeders' Cup. We want a full update, and Michelle and I will report on oh, you. We so will love, get to we work. Will love to meet you all. Thank you so much right. for having us. You got it. Can't wait. That is Dr. Thank Tiffany you. Daniels and, and Koya Robinson from the All Women's African American Women's Syndicate from Living the Dream. I said women's twice again. I blew it again. Can you say what it is so I get it right? Koya. Oh, oh I just say 
all-female African-American Senate. That's how I just address okay. it. Okay. So. Very good. We got it right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> good talk. Great talking <laughs> right. to you. We'll talk Thank to you, you soon. Thank you, ladies. Good luck. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. That was cool. I love the enthusiasm. I know you do. That was great. Well, you, know, you know what I love is that like they weren't raised in racing. No. They found themselves like in an opportunity, and well, now they are were so involved. passionate about it. I well, mean, yeah, and, but, like, and, and they were like, well, what about us? Are in it, yeah, and they're like they want to learn about it, and they want to like change the way people see and think and do like. And it sounds like they are like following up on like the history of horses and of horse racing, and I'm like, you know, all the different aspects. It's not just. Uh, what what am I going to wear at a Breeders' Cup? And that's all I well, care Well, that's about, part of it. You know? We did talk about that. Certainly. Billy, I, I'm, I am already shopping for my outfit for Breeders' Cup. So, wow. like. <laughs> Look at you. Um, no, they were great. No... I thought they were both great. I think they. they Greg know... has never talked to you again now. No. After, I want them. After... I Because I want to push them. I want them to, like, get involved and more. And I want them to, like, have their own souls. And I want them to. To, to, to be able them. to talk to a trainer. And I want them to be right. able to ultimately and, – and they've been – look, they've been at, um, on the periphery, right? And now mm-hmm. they're getting into the game. And I want them to be able to come on a year from now to the owner's box and, and have a much different conversation about right. – you know, about actual horses and placement and stuff like that because I didn't, we didn't really dive into that because it's so new to them. And I don't blame mm-hmm. them. You know, and I don't – I think it's great what they're doing. So anyway, the, we both kind of went soapboxy right there. I like it. All right, Michelle, what's uh, what's around the corner? What do we oh. have? What do we have? Okay, so back to Santa Anita. Obviously, we're into the month of June, so our meet is getting towards the end. I am extremely sad to say uh, we only have the to the end of the month, so three more ra- racing weeks left. So to kick off. June on Friday, we have no stakes racing, but we do have racing on Saturday. We have the family fun zone on the infield. We have the Cajun shrimp boil. We also have the grade three desert stormer as well as the cinema on the grass. And then on Sunday back to the turf, we have the desert code stakes, also the family fun zone and a handicapping contest. So as far as activities we're a little light this weekend, cause you know, you're in kind of the Memorial weekend hangover, right? Right. right. You know, who's running in the cinema. Something of yours, apparently. Why do you say it like that? It's one of your favorite horses. It is. Yeah, Balnikov is back. Oh, uh-huh. you like I, him? Balnikov worked the other day. Yeah, you like him. I am extremely angry at Balnikov. <laughs> I know we all are, but hopefully he can make I amends mean, like, at what is likely a very short angry. price in the uh, in the cinema. Who are your favorite little red feather horses? Um. Okay. So certainly Balnikov. Right. Um. Because he is just cute and cool. <laughs> Um, you like Elm Drive with her big I white like face. I like watching Elm Drive. Yeah. I do not like racing against Elm no, Drive. So you know that's that. kind of like a, you know, uh, like catch 22, right? Like if I'm not racing against her, I like her. But if I have to race against her, I'm like, yeah. uh. Yeah. Is it like, t- where's the atomic drop? He is at Losal getting prepared. He's going to run at Losal. Okay, because I like Atomic Drop you a dug lot. Atomic Drop, yeah. Um, I and I did have Beer Can Man in my yep. stable. Yes, you did. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, he's on the sidelines, but he'll be back. Okay. Uh, now, this could be bad if I just list the horses I like. What about Elevato? Elevato's coming back, runs opening weekend at Del Mar. Okay, so I'm a huge fan you of like Elevato. Him. He's cool. Everybody okay. likes Elevato. I used to like Gold Phoenix, but all he does is piss me off now. So. <laughs> 
I love that you're just going through the, our roster of horses. Ladies and gentlemen, this was not prepared. This is not a bit. And Michelle has nothing in front of her with any of our horses. She's just reading them Is off. there a list of your horses? Can you send me one? I, I can send you a nice list. I can send you a nice I, list. Okay, I'm going to tell you something, I, Michelle. Then I'll have, I have to go down and be like, who you're when, talking about. I have um, our, our Blessed Egg agent, John Dowd, has done a great job. And we have a bunch of really good two-year-olds. And... We had some last year, which was like Elm Drive and, and Elevato. And, and this year, the crew, the group we have, Michelle, it's really exciting. Is it exciting for you when you have these two-year-olds that, you're, that you see, wow, we could have something here? I mean, is there yeah, anything more like exciting than that? that ran the turf? Yeah. Well, it's our it's our chance at hope every year, right? Like we don't have a lot of expensive horses, so when we get like our babies, we're like one of these could maybe be like a good horse. Right. There's nothing like a good horse. There's nothing. And uh, listen, Billy, even... you know who does really good with two year olds? Hanson. <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, we didn't talk about Bill Strauss on this show show yet. And, oh yeah. Um, he might be upset. He might stop listening. No, but it's interesting because. You go back to last year with Hot Rod Charlie and the, the ride that that horse took him on. Right. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like having a good horse. When you're going through your roster, Michelle, and I know, look, we all do this, right? You're looking, you're like, oh, God, okay, that's amazing. Who's your 30. favorite two-year-old? There's, <clears throat> there's two of them right now okay. that, are, that ha- both breezed three ace at, um, at Losal last weekend. Okay. Uh, one is named Beverly Vista. And he is a son of Arrogate. That sounds like a girl's name. No, Beverly Vista. That's where I went to. That's where I went to school. But Beverly, because Beverly, it just sounds like a. Girl's oh name. right, I didn't even think about that. That's funny that you said that because I know because Beverly Vista is where I went to grammar school. Okay. The other one is named Rexford, Sexy Rexy. And Sexy this, Rexy. Th- he is my new favorite horse. Wait, wait, I know that horse. He's the Tapature. Um, the Tapature. Yeah. He's awesome. He Is they he? breezed together. You, and when you bought him, he looked so buff. Michelle, he's grown since we've got him from OBS April, and I literally, I, I will not miss a Sunday at Losal just to see those two breeze against each other. It's oh, awesome. That's cool. I'm gonna send Rex, you a video. Okay, off the I air. like Rexford. I'm gonna send you a video off the air. Both of them are really, really fun and really, really cool. Anyway. What are we talking about? Thank you so much to uh, Dr. <laughs> Tiffany Daniels and Quay Robinson from the all-female – say it, Michelle. I always screwed up. The all-female African-American, African-American syndicate. Syndicate for living the dream. We really appreciate <laughs> you guys coming on the air. We appreciate all the listeners who listen to this crazy show. I appreciate, Michelle, you more than anybody uh, could ever imagine. Uh, thank you to the In The Money Media Network for allowing us to be a part of this uh, whole group of podcasters and uh, special thanks to all of our, our great, great, great sponsors, TaylorMade and uh, Betmakers and Delmar yeah, and Anita Santa Anita and, and Gainsway. We really, really appreciate it. And it could be you. And it could be you. I'm looking at you, sales companies. Yeah, let's One go. One of you sales companies need to step up here. Get in on it. Get in on it. Michelle, we'll talk next week. Sounds good. All right, With guys. Bob Leewald, right? With Bob Leewald. I'm getting Bob Leewald next week for sure. I like it. All right. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>